The Mysterious Death of a Heartbreaker. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. I just got back from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, me, right? Hey. I welcome myself back. We didn't miss you. Yeah, well. <laughs> Go back. Go. Nope, nope. I was there for a week, and I felt like I was there for six months. Wow. And it's not a bad thing. It was a great city. Amazing it's the city. opposite of what everyone says about New Orleans, though. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not a big drinker, so that's mm-hmm. probably part of the problem. They do have a drink called the hand grenade. Is it? What happens? Uh, you, detonate in your body? You don't live after. <laughs> <laughs> but yet you go have another one the okay. next day, so it works out. So it's actually you, a two-for-one special. You reset, I guess, oh. like in a video game. Okay. Um, but one of the things that I, a few things I prepared for was to go wear Johnny Thunders from the New York Dolls, mm-hmm. from Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, his solo stuff, where he was found dead. Mm. Now, there's a couple of different... Thoughts, ideas, theories of how he actually died. Uh-huh. Uh, point is, he the day after he showed up in New Orleans mm-hmm. in April 1991, mm. he the next day he was dead in his hotel room. Wow! And there's a lot of speculation of how that actually went down. So that's interesting. That is interesting because um, it's hits the music spot. Yeah, it, it hits, tickles. Yeah, it hit, scratches that itch. It's it. Kicks that box, it hits uh, the, a little bit of the true crime. That's right. Uh, and just the kind of weird. And so I went to uh, St. Peter House, mm-hmm. or in at St. Peter, they changed the name. Uh, and uh, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that. Awesome. Super fun. Ooh. You know how, okay. You did a lot. I, I saw did on a Instagram, lot. you did a lot of things. I did a lot. And mm-hmm. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to hit some other fun things. That sounds amazing. Some other, I'm just going to bring you up to speed. Come on, buckle up. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, I feel like some of these things, I feel like there's things we could do, they're like become anthology mm-hmm. episodes almost, you oh, know, yeah. where it's, uh, you know, it's it's New Orleans and then... Oh, New Orleans, I mean, there's so much. So much. I haven't even been, but I when I was working for Atlas Obscura, they have, I mean, so many things happening in New Orleans. So many oddities, so many strange death sites, history, Santeria, you know, just uh, tragedy. Like, so much is there. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty filled. And, and yet then, you, you know, wanted to leave. Yeah, after about a week, I did want to leave. Um, I literally was just like, I don't know. Maybe I live here and I'm going to visit Los Angeles. I don't Whoa. know anymore. Oh, my God. Sliding door. But maybe the voodoo was, took over. Time is a flat circle. Um, yeah. All the crawfish made me <laughs> forget where crawfish. I came from. All the crawfish. It was just like tiny, harder to get into lobster. It took like, me like 15 minutes to eat three. So skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, everyone else was You're eating like, it like. I have 40 of these and I'm trying to get the meat out of the tiny tail of this dollhouse lobster. Yeah. You have to like, there's like a break and a suck. Yeah, exactly. So people were trying to show it's me. It's like a tiny mouthful, though. And I was like, is there pizza? And they're just like, get out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, they're like, please. Uh, uh, and don't take a beignet on the way out. Yeah. Oh, I had beignets. Yeah. That I did not skip on. No. No. You were like, beignets. But to me, they're like, you know, like a, like a fried dough or a mm-hmm. zeppoli or depending on where you come from. But I know they're mm-hmm. different. It was um, 
I think it was like the, the original uh, Cafe Dumont, I think was like, oh, the, yeah, that's the OG one. place to yeah. go. And it was, uh, it was, I don't even really drink coffee and I had a coffee. Yeah. How's the coffee? Um, I, wired? I, I OD'd. <laughs> yeah, your heart exploded? <laughs> I overdosed on the coffee. <laughs> Whoa. So, you know, okay. It's usually if, if, if there's a good cop, bad cop on this podcast, you would say you're the bad cop, right? Me? I would say, well, you don't think you are? <laughs> I'm the bad cop. What makes you, what have you done that makes you the good cop? I mean, I'm pretty well natured. I feel like you're always like down to business and I'm always like, let's have fun. No, but you're, you're I'm like, the bad cop. yeah, you're the bad cop. What? I'm or not even a the, cop. You're the loose cannon. <laughs> I'm the loose cannon. All right. That seems more apt. Okay. Because I am, because. But there's good cop, what is there, loose cannon, tight cannon? Like, <laughs> like you're the, uh, I don't know. I feel like you are more the enforcer. Right. And right. I am more like the, what? We doing this? <laughs> yeah. Should I not yeah. yawn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and you yawn anyway. Exactly. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna go loose cannon mode. Okay. You're going to have to rein me in. Uh-oh. Because we are taking an absolute beating on our iTunes uh, slash Apple podcast reviews. This and, isn't good. And for starters, you know, I always appreciate, I think we appreciate anyone taking your time to do that for better or for worse. Absolutely. It does take time and you obviously for some reason are care enough or you're mad enough yeah. to comment. Appreciate it. It's to take pr- action. It's appreciated. Yeah. Like feedback is always appreciated and it's not I don't I don't think any of them are coming from I don't think from a personal place, which is which no. is good. I don't think Unless it's when from, they say that they hate my body or my voice. Yeah. Well that I would take a little personal. But that's not taking a beating because that doesn't affect me. <laughs> yeah, okay. You heard it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. They're assuming I'm that's hot. from the bad cop of this episode. <laughs> yeah. So Here's what I kind of want to put out there is I feel like when people are coming to Ghost Town, mm-hmm. they are not getting the podcast they're expecting. Yeah. And I don't think that's unfair for them because yeah. you come in, listen, you come with expectations. Well, you're also a comedy podcast, right? Yes. What are people saying? Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. But what are people saying? So I think a lot of what it is is a couple of things. Um, they don't like the personal aspect, which is what this is right now. So yes, it what we're doing is. right you don't now. Like my dating history. Yeah, they don't are not into that. Okay. Und- I, which I understand, but my the I listen to very few podcasts, and the podcast I listen to the reason I listen to them is information can be received in many different places. Yeah, we are not the you, authority. Uh, mm. Many people do it better. Uh, uh, many people uh, are, are better represent yeah. information. Agreed. We We're do not, not do that. We're not journalists. Historians. We are just people that are into this stuff. Yeah, and we're barely making it on our own as yeah, just normal humans. Yes. So, uh, I, but I think what I, uh, what I, why I like to do this is I like to put a, uh, a personal aspect, a little bit of personal life. I understand, like, you don't want to hear about our whole lives. No, but, but if we're up to me, it'd be most of my life. I know. <laughs> so it's, you're lucky. You'd be, you'd be getting 30 Jason seconds. has tempered me yeah, a lot. Yeah, you'd be getting 30 seconds of content. Oh, yeah. But I think it's when, uh, you know, there's some comments where people, they don't, I don't think they want to hear the relation. Like, there's one, uh, one was just kind of like, I don't care what happened in the 80s and 90s. And I'm like, sorry, but but that's, (laughs) a lot of that is directly related to what we're discussing in the episode and how uh, our interaction with it and how we feel about Mm -hmm. it, where, you know, there's a lot of really great podcasts, but a lot of them are are coming from a clinical place. Yeah. Totally fine. Great. We're not coming from a clinical place. No. We're coming, I went to this place, or um, uh, you went to that place, or I just got back from this place. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I when somebody tells me a story, and they're like, 
I'm going to tell you something that happened to somebody else. I'm like, that's interesting. When when they say, I'm going to tell you something that happened to me is more interesting. Absolutely. And I what else do we have without our personalities and our personal stories on this podcast? I would say not much, not much. And I understand some people like really just want like hard facts, but I was like, you can go to Wikipedia and do that. Yeah. And it'll take you less time. Exactly. So just, I just think I've, I mean, you know, it's been a lot of episodes, but I mm-hmm. feel like this, and we're always looking to improve. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. We also, we do this on our own. We take a, a hit with financially on For it. Sure. We, we lose money. We don't have a ton money. of resources as much as we would like. Yes. And, but we, it comes from a place of, uh, that it's coming from a very authentic place. Yeah. It's coming from a lot of times, not every single time. Sometimes it's just a genuine interest or mm-hmm. like a, a you know, like another an oddity that we want to uh, kind of get into. But a lot yeah. of times there is something very personal. And I feel like that's something we bring where some other, there's other people that do. I don't mm-hmm. want you to, like you're listening, listing 10 podcasts that also do that. And mm-hmm. they do, and they do a great job. But I feel like, well, the only person that is, the only people doing that podcast the way we do it is us. Yeah. I mean, it's, for better or for worse, no one else is doing it because it's literally we're the only ones here yeah, doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. And also, like, I think a lot of what people like about us is a lot of what people hate about us. Yeah. And there's nothing that's going to change that. That we're hot. You know, like my Uber rating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. My Uber rating is low, you guys. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's so, I, and uh, her Uber rating is very low. So, I yeah. think when I talked about getting reviews, yeah. this is really hitting you close to this home. This is really hitting me. My uh, Uber review rating was what did i say it was uh 4.33 yeah I who how does that possible i'm a pretty nice person i haven't thrown up in any ubers i feel like i'm pretty genial i mean what? have you have you turned down the dates though that the guys are like we should go out sometime and you're like no it's okay no i wish someone oh I wish okay an Uber driver yeah that's where i'm like maybe our ratings are from guys that i've talked about this podcast which is every date i go on <laughs> okay. i talk about this podcast maybe that's the maybe that's and, you know maybe this is what maybe my own personal life is what's biting me in the ass yeah. us in the ass mine's a 4.4.89 okay relax you know but i'm pretty i don't know I'm good at it. I'm a loose cannon. I'm good so. at sitting there. Oh, weird. I'm also good at sitting there. What am I doing wrong? So if you have any feedback on what I should be doing to get my rate rating up, more more tip, um, smelling better, uh, not staring at my phone when we go back to my you apartment. You should offer the driver a, a phone cord to charge his, his or her or their phone. Charge, but like where would I plug it in? Well, <laughs> get creative. You that's know what not, I mean? Oh, it's not his problem. It's not, not your problem. Yeah, it's, it's not, not anyone's problem not, but you. you yes. Take ownership. Yes. Fine. Well, this is this is hard to process. Yes. I wish we had better reviews, but we are who we are. I yeah, think. and we are. Uh, we have our very first live show tomorrow. That's right. Um, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Uh, just real I'm quick. I'm so nervous. Dynasty Typewriter, 10 p.m., dynastytypewriter.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will have the episode up uh, in the next week or two for you to listen to it anyway, yeah. so you won't be missing it. It's going to um, be so if, great. It's going to be us, our voices, and then hopefully clapping and laughter. Yeah. Or we'll just edit that in there. Or booze. <laughs> yeah. I'll up there. Listen, if somebody boos. <laughs> what if my dad boos? My dad is coming to the live show. Oh, okay. Will that would boo? be bad. Your mom's not coming? No. Because oh. your mom's famous in an episode. That's she what I'm is. saying. She's, that's no, a celebrity she, guest. I think she would love to, but she, she, she's always like, I'll come out to... My dad's always out here for work. He's okay. always like, meet me in Century City. I'm here for oh, God, 40 Century hours. City. I know. It's always like a schlep. 
Then you Great. do you reevaluate your relationship when you're like, how close am I with this guy? Anyway? Exactly. Century City. Exactly. Who is this guy? Yeah, I mean, do we're I not know him? Yeah, for Century City. But because like, if he, but if he's like, you know, Larchmont, you're like, all right, we're yeah. cool. We're if he's tied. like silver, like I'm like, yeah, I'll be, I'm already there. Yeah, in the Sawyer Happy Hour. Yeah, you know, so, it's all happening. Uh, kind of to get into New Orleans a little bit because I'm going to talk a little bit about New Orleans before I, yeah. uh, after I talk about. It. But speaking of Ubers, I took a lot of Ubers. I always end up sitting in the front. Uh, Why? Because I offered to sit in the front because it was always like four of us kind oh, of yeah. rolling around. So I just offered to sit in the front. And the so antagonistic night, of me. I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> what? Answer me. Okay, Are you yeah. questioning the guy with the 4.89? Oh, is that the one? God, I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> nope. So the day I die. Nope. How do I get my ratings up, everybody? I don't what know. did I do? If you're an Uber driver who's driven me around anywhere, around Echo Park, anywhere, just let me know. Yeah. Just let me know. Yeah. All right. It's like Do you bring ghosted. weird food in the car with you? Like weird food? No. Oh, all what? right. I don't what know. Weird food like a candy bar, yeah. like a fi- like a fish plate. <laughs> like a fig Newton. <laughs> like a weird fig Newton. <laughs> yeah, that that's lowering that's it right good. there. Oh god. No. Eating uh, a fig Newton like a rabbit is pretty bad. <laughs> Lip smacking. Oh, it's the worst. God, well, I don't know what's what's happened. Do you leave crumbs? Do you think someone's st- steal my phone and use my Uber account? No. <laughs> if anything, that would make it go up. <laughs> Uh, but the Uber drivers very nice. Everyone, everyone in New Orleans is extremely nice. I found it's a really, really great city. Really nice. But um, you know how like when we take Ubers around here, they usually have their phone like on the dash, so they're mm-hmm. looking at it. Um, what I've noticed is most Uber drivers they have the phone in their lap, and the only person looking at the road is me. <laughs> There's four people in the car, and I'm the only one looking at the road. I'm yeah. like, I guess it's the way. their <laughs> heads are down in there, and they're not texting. They're looking at directions. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's very terrifying. I'm That's like, what I did. Uh, when I was a tour guide, I would have my phone because you don't want to be like, I don't know where I'm going. So it would just be down at my lap. Yeah. But it's when your dangerous. head is, yeah it's, yeah, it's very dangerous. Dangerous. But looking cool die. is more important. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't want your phone out. Like, who's texting you? Yeah, who's with notifications? My Bumble <laughs> notifications. It's embarrassing. No, put it in your lap. You'll die, but you'll die with dignity. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take us back to New Orleans. Awesome. Uh, and you know what kind of got me uh, wanting to do even more music is I was working on something and I overheard another guy. Uh, he's got a po- uh, he's got a podcast called All Time Top Tens. A lot of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out. Um, cool. Yeah, it's, uh, pretty, I think he might be local too. So I'm going to have to mm. see if we can do some cross promo. But oh, yeah, all, nice. I, th- I believe it's All Time Top Tens. A lot of, a lot of music. Um, but he was talking about Disgrace Land podcast, mm-hmm. which. Uh, you know, Jake Brennan is also from the hardcore scene that I'm a part of, like him, me, New York, and him, uh, like Boston. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Disgraceland is huge. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, does a really good job. Really great. Uh, uh, really great narrative. And um, so, just then we guys started talking about that, and I was like, wanted to do more music. Mm-hmm. So f- finding that's pretty pretty easy. And uh, so I went to New Orleans, uh, and like you know. I mean, Johnny Thunders and, you know, talk about the New York Dolls and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, which is like a band where it was like, they're the first ones to, re- they get pretty big, like dressing like, yeah. dressing like gender bending, dressing like women, mm-hmm. but also being very masculine about yeah. it, which, uh, uh, and then just that kind of New York punk scene and, and uh, that kind of, 
you know, a little heroin chic type thing going exactly. on. And, and like, you know, the, the Ramones and like all those bands and television and, and stuff like that. Um, but when people like end up in New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, also Alex Chilton from Big Star, which yeah. is yeah, uh, great he, documentary. He, yeah, uh, Big Star documentary is yeah, great. Yeah, so good. He lived, uh, he was like lived up the road from where we were staying. That's amazing. Um, I don't think he died there. I think he went back to Nashville. I'm not really sure, but he also lived in uh, You're gonna New die. Orleans. Go back to Nashville. I think you know it might it might be uh, Tennessee. I'm, I'm not. Mm. Uh, I've looked that back. I would have to look that up. I don't want somebody to be listening to be like a huge big star fan and being like, oh, "That's yeah. wrong." You don't um, want to get into the bad graces of a big star fan. <laughs> you really don't. A close friend of mine, John, is he, favorite band, and he yeah, probably would. Yeah, uh, do no that, people. So. People love it. Yeah, so uh, he, he, just to give a little extra music context, but uh, yeah, he, uh, you know, he died in the St. Peter Hotel, and there was somebody staying in that room 37, mm. which is where he died. Yeah. Uh, and I, but th- so they, it was, they were kind of weird about letting me even go in and like, take a picture in front sense. of the door, which totally makes sense. Yeah. But there's a picture, uh, I think it's on my, uh, it's on probably on Ghost Town Pod and mm-hmm. the Jason Horton, both Instagrams. Yeah. You can see it there. I took a picture, it's just me in front of it. It's not really that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not like really spooky. No, but but I think evidence. it might. Yeah, it might hear this this really conflicting story. And I know people uh, on the iTunes don't like us uh, to uh, talk about the '80s or '90s, even though this is when this happens. Yeah, they're like, um, don't use your voice. Get out of the room. Yeah. That this is being recorded. Go I, I, down the street. Jump off a bridge. <laughs> That's then pretty, we'll give you four stars. to yeah. see what's next. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to, if you want to help us out, um, and. Uh, Find something positive about us. Mm-hmm. Let us know on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Give us a nice, give us a, a, not even a nice review, an okay review. We respond pretty well to positive reinforcement, yes. even though our go-to is negative reinforcement. Exactly. With so ourselves and others. We have to lean on you a little bit. Please. To, uh, uh, lift us, us up. asking for help? Yeah, it's the first step. <laughs> we Next haven't even is, mentioned Patreon yet. Oh, so that's a lot of the bad. <laughs> wow, more bad reviews. I mean, uh, people like, they constantly, listen, I understand. The Patreon thing, I get it because mm-hmm. uh, even though people say we spend fifty percent of the time, it's usually like forty seconds. Yeah, um, exactly. But forty seconds it, of like a thirty-minute podcast. Yeah, Everyone relax. Yeah, but it is Patreon.com/slash Ghost Town Pod. Mm-hmm. Two bonus episodes a month. Mm-hmm. It really helps us out, uh, and that's all we're gonna yeah. say about that. And yeah. then we're gonna get back to. Um, yeah, the content. The content. content. Yeah, the content. I, so I resisted the impulse to talk about uh, dating for a second too. Yeah, but into it. Speaking of taking no, beatings, we're it. all taking beatings. We're all taking fucking beatings. Yeah. in the trenches, yeah. on the front lines, bleeding out. Yeah, you know. Well, um, but we'll mention. I'll talk about that on our next one because I also think that people kind of like that. When I listen to podcasts, I'm like, "Are you still like?" It's like a continued narrative sure. along with. The content. Well, that's why, like, when I listen to Mark Maron, I, I really do follow his like diary almost. Oh, I doing. hate him. Okay, um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing: is I don't. Uh, I'm not going to fight you on that. No, it's only bad. only because I, I like I, a lot of his interviews. Yeah. I just the the monologues for me. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're really yeah, hard. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm, I'm like I'm. Uh, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, you don't like the Beatles. It's. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Yeah. Uh, you know, I absolutely, yeah. uh, I get it. But that's the same thing. I mean, I listened to this podcast that I guessed it on called V Single. Yeah. That is very, people like it and don't like it. It's all about dating, which was yeah. my jam. Um, but they, yeah, they go into their personal lives for the first, God, 20 minutes, I would say. And, and I find just, that you get invested in, and I like getting yeah, invested in it's people. It's like vlogs. And, yeah. And they're so successful or were, or I don't know, internet? Wi-Fi. Are you Wi-Fi. <laughs> Are you having a wire? You're like, all these vlogs, these kids are AFing vlogs everywhere. These GIFs 
all over the place. I mean, they got a PDF Me? stuck in their pocket. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we're almost kind of at the, I don't know, was it the 28-year mark? But on the night of April mm-hmm. 22nd, 1991, yeah. Johnny Thunders checked into the St. Peter guest house okay. or in at St. Peter's. Uh, it's on St. Peter and Burgundy in New Orleans. And uh, he was dead. Should we do a little breaky break? What do you he think? Was dead. Let's keep going. You want to keep going? No yeah. time for break. You want to get right in more? I want to do, do more. more. I'll, I'll, I'll signal you. You'll a break. signal for the break. Okay. I'll I don't know whisper, if you want a break. I'll whisper my Uber rating <laughs> at the break, and then that's when you know to turn the shit off. And I'm like, that number's so low. I don't even know what it could possibly mean. <laughs> and your brain will shut down, and yeah. then we'll be back. Uh, so the, how he was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was Plain uh, and simple. What was his drug? I mean, heroin, right? Yeah, I mean, he was probably you know probably all of the, you know what I mean all of them. Yeah. He had a drug problem, you know, like Dee Dee Ramone of the Ramones, who like was arguably wrote a lot of the really good songs. He was you know really big problem with drugs. Mm-hmm. A, a uh, lot buried of in Hollywood that. forever. P.S. Yeah. So with Dee Dee, yeah. Or are we talking about is it just is it? I know Johnny is yeah statue, but Dee Dee as well. Yes. Ooh. So. Uh, come to our live show. Anyway, keep yeah, going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the desk uh, c- uh, clerk on duty, they, he told reporters that he was when he you know kind of went before he went to his room, room thirty seven. Mm-hmm. He was sweating and looked real white, like a geisha girl. Um, Weird and, comparison. Yeah, like a geisha girl that would not fly nowadays. Well, this is nineteen. 19- exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, ninety one. Right. What happened? I can't say what maybe the climate was uh, of of uh, crime and safety. And the opinion, uh, I mean, I can't comment on the, the police force. And, to, you know, I, when mm-hmm. I think back, like, in 1991, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's, just because it's 2000, you know, 19, that doesn't mean there aren't issues and problems mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, can run rampant. But I feel like as, I feel like crime in the 70s, 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. it's just a different... Yeah. There's no internet. I don't well, know if that changes things. Well, 91, when you said 91, I was like, oh, that's when Jeffrey Dahmer got caught. Yeah. Um, so I think about when they released him, like when he essentially, uh, a, a, boy, a boy, a teenager escaped from his apartment. I think he was 19. So an older teenager with a hole in the back of his head. And the police were like, oh, like uh, fight with your gay lover. Yeah. Get back in there. Yeah. You know, it was a different time. Yeah. Different culture. Yeah. So that that's why I you know I take that in consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, he was found uh, the next day, next afternoon, uh, curled wow. up, like in a almost like in a U shape on his floor, like uh, not fetal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm speculating, but not not fetal, but curled in like almost like a U. Mm. And uh, to be even, um, there was an account where somebody says he was taken out in the body bag in that same shape well, so the body a, the bag more to, like it had set in it was just yeah and he's probably like a pretty frail dude but he was also um also found uh again different i am looking through different accounts mm-hmm. different people saying different stuff uh i believe there's probably elements of all the things that are happening but he's okay. also supposedly found beaten and robbed wow um, wow and, you know when i think of new orleans and, and i didn't know much about it and I, you know that i Crime was definitely any city, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm not like, um, you know, like I said, New Orleans is an amazing city. Um, mm-hmm. I'll talk about a little bit, a little bit more after a little other nuanced stuff, but yeah. um, I, I imagine maybe then the the initiatives might be less to um, either and, and take uh, crimes seriously if they're like, oh, it's just another junkie, yeah, another like ex rock star junkie, yeah, you know, we don't because 
even MTV, like when Kurt Cobain, died, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Kurt Cobain was a huge, iconic, whatever, but mm-hmm. things get elevated. Yeah. You know, thing, people like Johnny Thunders, who would probably argue became more famous after, like New York Dolls became yeah. more or more famous, you know, after they were, they were way, yeah. way after they were done. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you can say the same for like the Stooges. I mean, mm-hmm. Ramones, you know, always kind of like, you know, one of those mm-hmm. bands that were, oh, I feel like always for the most part, but, you know, everyone after it's over always gets a little more, uh, yeah. they get, they, they finally get their due. Yeah. Um, so uh, in the room, there was, uh, there was methadone, cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so the, his tour manager said the autopsy uh, had no trace of methadone. Uh, there's also accounts that there wasn't enough drugs. There wasn't an overdose amount of drugs in his system because mm. I think he was trying to get clean. Maybe that's yeah. you know part of the purpose of going uh, to New Orleans. Uh, yeah, everyone goes to New Orleans to get clean. I mean, I mean, I, um, I mean, I don't know what you know leaving. In, you know, New York City or or yeah, L.A. Like a place or, away. A place, yeah. Again, I think, yeah, it would not be my first choice to go to get clean considering yeah. the party culture, especially probably in that time period. But, yeah. but again, leaving New York, great job. Let's Around say, familiar, uh, you know, the familiar triggers maybe. Yeah. yeah might, might be the, and maybe yeah. just like, listen, I want to hear some really great music. Yeah. I don't know any, I don't know I enough people here. Beignet. I want to I want to go to Cafe Dumont. open and crawfish. <laughs> yeah. I beads. I want to get some beads. Got to get some beads. Got to yeah, get your yeah. hands on And exactly. one of those hand grenades. Oh, uh, you hell gotta yeah. Get All right. Let's take a little break now. Okay. This seems good. What's up, guys? Nolan here from Donut Media to tell you about our new podcast, Past Gas. Check out our four-part series on Ford versus Ferrari at Le Mans, one of the greatest rivalries ever in sports. There's love, loss, betrayal, and a whole lot of racing. It's a great story, one that we want you to hear. So check out Past Gas wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. So uh, so then there's, uh, he claimed the, the uh his tour manager said the room was it looked like it was it was wrecked, like as if there was a tussle going down. Um, his money, his passport were missing, uh, and highest he, form yeah. of ID. Yeah, and uh, there wasn't there was a lot of overall a lot of criticism that the New Orleans police really didn't take it all that they really like eyeballed it and was like, mm-hmm. this looks like, and that's not totally unfair because that's mm-hmm. like a very viable. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you uh, anyone eyeballed, he's like, well, it's probably one of these two or three things. That's uh-huh. definitely one of them. Uh, so, uh, okay, Willie Deville, um, mm-hmm. who was a uh, you know, int- yeah, he's a you know, cool, cool musician. Uh-huh. Um, he died in two thousand nine, but like he contributed to a lot of music, and he was pretty iconic. He was staying, I think, in the uh, next. I mean, there's so many. Like homes and buildings and units all stacked next to each other, so mm-hmm. it's hard to like. It looks like I was like, there could be, you go down like a block and it could be seventeen doors. You go down mm-hmm. another block and it's eight doors. It's just like and, yeah. you know. So, but very close to to Saint Peter, um, uh, and he said that uh, one of the people, the staffs uh, at at Saint Peter, told him that Thunders had gone across the street uh, to a club called the Pound Sterling, mm-hmm. where That's he cool yeah, where he encountered two drug dealers who gave him LSD. Okay. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Right. LSD, I didn't realize, was one of was a cheaper drug yeah. than a lot of the other drugs, yeah. too. Yeah, like a bargain? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think someone told me, like, they paid, like, 10 bucks for LSD. I was like, oh. 10 bucks for LSD? The market is down. Yeah. Get LSD now. 
in this economy. <laughs> uh, so uh, Willie Deville, uh, he thought that maybe uh, that Thunder was taking the methadone to come down off the LSD. Mm. You know, which I didn't know. Meth. Listen, I'm not an expert. I didn't know methadone was kind of an a catch-all. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't know if it was like a catch-all drug or whatever, but um, mm-hmm. and then maybe he took too much and uh, he says De- uh, DeVille helped uh, clean Thunder's room at the guest house uh, saying he found two boxes of uh, methadone among his things. And mm-hmm. he says it was enough methadone to kill the entire French Quarter. So there was a Whoa. lot of a lot How of methadone. How do you methadone. get that much methadone? Also, is, I don't even know what methadone... I thought it was like a, a liquid... Or I don't know if it's a powder, or a it's patch, like, like a smoking ibuprofen patch. mixed with Monster Energy drink, lethal. You shut your mouth. That's lethal. Sounds, that's who can handle that? Mm, not not a human. Uh, Maybe a rhino. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> a pack of rhinos. <laughs> your pack of rhinos. No rhino young. Uh, Didi Ramon, um, who's another pretty, I'd say pretty tragic. Yeah, super iconic, really tragic figure, but yeah. like the one who was like, I feel like in the Ramones, like was in a way kind of the heart even though he wasn't in it the whole time he was mm-hmm. the one kind of like we're all really good songs and mm-hmm. uh, real bad boy yeah real bad boy um so he, he was playing with thunders and uh time and he said uh they were putting together like a band and then uh he was like i guess he called after the day after uh, thunders found dead uh somebody claimed to do that thunders had been killed by men who ripped him off for his methadone supply Oof. very feasible yeah all these things we're discussing, very, very feasible. Absolutely. It could be a, a combo of all of them. Um, Thunder's sister says that the autopsy found evidence of advanced leukemia. What? So, yes. Turn. Yes. So, uh, And he said that he knew about the leukemia um, but told almost no one because, you know, mm-hmm. he's probably like, I don't want... He probably is just like, who wants to be like known as that? Especially when you have other issues and yeah. you're already kind of... Not on the outs, but you know, because he was always, you know, he's making, he was making movies and yeah. his solo stuff was was doing pretty well. And plus, the the, the early nineteen nineties for seventies, you know, like the the seventies CBGBs or mm-hmm. like the you know the early glam and rock and roll wasn't the best time. Yeah, you had, I mean, you had uh, you had you know grunge and Nirvana and and you know pop music and, mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, the eighties are over. People are still getting over that, but uh, yeah. uh, uh, um, Jerry Nolan, uh, who was drummer of New York Dolls, said at the time he tried to get Thunders to go to a doctor, uh, but Thunders uh, had a medical phobia and refused to go into the hospital. So, oh God, you have there's a, so many. This is like a fine, yeah. like a maelstrom. It's a uh, perfect storm of horrible shit to happen to a person. You gotta imagine having like, a drummer of a band you were in that probably has his own problems. Yeah. Saying, yo. I would say need, many. Yeah. Yeah. You need to, I think you need to go to a doctor. Yeah. And he's like, nah, can't do it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, so, that's a lot. That says a lot. It's a real, real statement. And then, he, and then death. Yeah. And then we don't know yeah, pick a thing. Yeah, pick a cause of death. Yeah, there's 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 a couple of theories, but uh, a couple other things. Um, I guess Johnny had a number of silk uh, silk suits custom made in Thailand before silk arriving in New suits. Orleans. Yeah, they were they were they were stolen as mm-hmm. well. So it was oh, a lot stolen. That's good because like you would sweat way hard into those silk suits yeah. in New Orleans in a yeah. summer and day. We can't say that just because things were stolen. There's a, a a correlation between the people that stole things yeah. were instrumental in uh, Johnny Thunder's death. I feel like we're going to solve this murder mystery on this podcast. Oh, I think we will. 
yeah. I think as as we're, as it's going but it's, along. It's, but this is why it's so a lot like things like this are so tragic and intriguing. You're just like, what are all the pieces? Like, what could have possibly happened? Yeah. Ugh. Um, now, uh, we talked about Willie DeVille. Mm-hmm. He, he actually uh, made up a story about Johnny Thunders in order to kind of like, kind of give a, like a positive spin oh. on what happened. So he said... Uh, PR, baby. Yeah, he says uh, that he made up a story of Johnny Thunders dying with his guitar in his hands and a bunch of international uh, international money around him. International uh, monies. Yeah, just kind of laying Tenders. there, like dying with your guitar in your hand and just like, like money world, from around the world. Like, yeah, which everywhere. is a lot better than curled up under a table. Yeah, with like enough methadone to kill New Orleans. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, there's people that, that he died uh, from uh, some like kind of like shady people that sold him a bunch of hot shots. I don't What's know a what. Hot shot? I don't know. I have a feeling it's some kind of like speedball of like, not like two um, things. Like a. Like an otter pop? No, no. Mixed with ibuprofen? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. So he just hung out with a lot of, I mean, that's your problem when you get there and it's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of shady people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they all, ha- you know, you're there and you probably have some cash and you mm-hmm. have some addictions yeah. and you're at the kind of whims of, dabbling. Uh, of drug dealers. Yeah. You don't know how far down the rabbit hole you can get. Yeah. I think like one thing that's done, you're like, oh, I'm just like trying to get sober but like i'll have a little bit like tonight whatever and then one thing leads to another things are stolen things are happening who knows and you're dead yeah um uh, it was also uh during the middle of jazz fest which i assume is always happening yeah isn't that people go to new orleans for jazz fest and i'm like isn't that just the stasis of the city no i I, we were there was like the french it was like a French quarter fest. It wasn't Mardi like Gras. It was a jazz. Yeah. I mean, there's jazz just yeah. coming Is out. Is there a of, French horn yeah. coming down every corner? You know, like, yeah. like beads and confetti, people in those, the masks. Uh, there's another thing. Uh, Didi Ramon uh, took a call about it. Um, he said that uh, they, I don't know who they is, they told me mm-hmm. Johnny had gotten mixed up with some bastards who mm-hmm. ripped him off for his methadone supply. They had given him LSD, then they murdered him, uh, and they got a pretty large supply. Uh, uh, he had gotten, oh, he got a really large uh, supply of methadone in England, which I think he might have he came from England. Can you take methadone on, like, through security? I guess you can. Pre-9-11? Yeah, pre-9-11, you can take whatever you want. There's pineapples. I mean, a pack uh, of cigarettes can fly in an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But don't you dare bring a thimble full of water. Oh, don't. don't, do don't. Not do. You are being arrested. If your phone's not on airplane mode, forget it. You're in big <laughs> trouble. I text while we're in the air. Yeah. You know, they don't care. My brother works in uh, aviation. and He's like, it's just a precaution. It yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's... Uh, so I take that. That's why I'm. I play uh, by the rules, though. Yeah, yeah. That's why uh, I'm the bad cop. Well, that's why you have the uh, loose cannon. You have the Uber rating. That's move. right. God, uh, bad girl alert. <laughs> I mean, that show Bad Girls Club. Remember the show Bad Girls Club? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, was it's exactly. like Bad Girls Club? Please. Yeah. Rebecca leaves in town. Pew pew. <laughs> oh, I will not get an Uber with her. Forget it. He's like, it's going to ruin my my no, reputation. I know. You don't want to be associated with me. Uh, but yeah, New Orleans was great. It's uh, uh there's just. I love historical uh, things that are designated like historical, you know, mm-hmm. the historical register. Pretty much every other building is. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I also, um, we were outside a, a bunch of us and there was, there's like a building that's, um, it almost looks like it's like separate and like kind of jammed in there and it almost looks like a point, almost like it mm-hmm. almost comes to a point. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, one of us was like, oh, I want, like, that, that building's interesting. This woman walked by. She's like, that was a slave quarters. What? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and it almost, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a tour guide or whatever, which there's some, there's tour guides. Yeah. I got I picked up on so many different, I was like, uh, like, ended up just walking. I'm like, am I mm-hmm. in a tour right now? Because they're just constantly happening. But this I felt like, like my city. I feel like she. Uh, you had a text? What? I had a couple. Oh. I know. Okay. Mm. Not me. Nope. Uh, that she like waits to overhear people ask what building that is and likes uh-huh. to jump out and be like, like slave quarters. I feel like I should live there. It's, uh, there's, I mean, the music's great. The people are really nice. And it, like, I, again, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, kind of, kind of dialing this really down and making it very basic. But, uh, mm-hmm. it seems like at least in the French quarter, it's a lot of either, uh, tourists or homeless. Wow. Okay. It, it, and then again, that's an oversimplification. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but a, a Amazing city, like super, very clean. Mm-hmm. Like everything's like pretty well. It's just, I mean, every building is, is somewhat different. The colors, mm-hmm. uh, it's really great to look at. There's a lot of, they don't want you climbing on anything. So like yeah. there's like spikes and like literally shards of gla- broken shards of glass wow. as precautions. So people do not climb yeah, over those that things. It really gives a message. Yeah, shards of glass inside of a building. Don't climb this. Um, I went to a stand-up show. Um, this uh, I saw this comedian Jason Horton, and he was dying. You were out of body. I was watching your own fucking jokes about your body. It image. was so good. <laughs> no, I went. I did a stand up show that was fun. Yeah, it was really nice. There was people there. That sounds great. Yes, yeah, so that was that was nice. Did they give you beads. They throw beads at you. Did you um, no, no, but they weren't were actually not on their phones and looking and laughing. That's amazing. I'll take that over the beads. Are you kidding me? If there's one person who's not looking on the phone during my show, I'm like, I am a god. Yeah, and also, what's wrong with you? <laughs> don't <laughs> I know. don't look at me. That's too much pressure. I know. See, that's where it turns in our head. Yeah, you well, know, ideologically, we're like, attention for me. I love it. I mean, I'm bad. Yeah, you know, I hate myself. Exactly. My my mom should listen to this episode because she hates New Orleans. Um, she went there once on spring break with her college uh, girlfriends. And like cops were like chasing them and like trying to get into their hotel room. Corrupt New Orleans cops. I mean, that's from what I were, you know, that was before the 1991, but, but yeah, I mean, she was like, never disgusting. Hate it. I imagine it's probably, you know, there's probably, I don't know. And Hurricane Katrina, which I, I'm obsessed with disasters sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I didn't go to the ninth ward, but what was, uh, sometimes you go on vacation or you go someplace and you really don't you know commingle with uh, locals mm-hmm. just you're just with the people you're with and you see things yeah. maybe it's a tour guide but we were at a wedding so we you know um uh, michelle's friends when got married she's from mm-hmm. new orleans so i got to talk to a lot of people about uh, hurricane katrina mm-hmm. various other things and like the ninth ward and yeah i really just saw so many buildings even in, in around the french quarter and you know, I'd be like, oh, what happened with this building? It's like after Hurricane Katrina, even though the the Ninth Ward is the one that was like in a bowl, almost, mm-hmm. you know, fill, a filled bowl of oh, water. God. Uh, we talked about a Ben and Jazzland on here. Yeah. I, it was pretty far and I don't know how much of there was to see. So it was hard for me to get to. Yeah. Because if I could get to it, even if it was like literally one pole sticking out of the ground, I would have mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. But it's just a lot of logistics. Uh, but, you know, after Hurricane Katrina, even if, even if it's a tall building, but it's under like five feet of water, which mm-hmm. is low Whoa. considering it, it, you know, and, and things get ruined and there's, you know, the, the, um, the, the pipes and electricity uh, are also really old. So it's, it's hard to really renovate. So there's just a lot of abandoned places and abandoned buildings mixed in with other, just some, 
either economy or you know post Hurricane Katrina hard mm-hmm. to survive. But I was extremely positive in the sense that these like abandoned boarded buildings looked like they were getting ready to kind of come back to life. Well, Whereas you know sometimes you see something you're like this is this is done for. This is it. Yeah. I felt a, a sense of. Um, optimism where like you know uh things were going to come That's back great. to life and there's just it's great i mean there's just like a ton of uh, a ton of music a ton of people um everyone's really nice ton of art and culture and people like mm. uh, do metallurgy or <laughs> doing like making art fuck yeah <laughs> yeah right it was yes. like super cool that's amazing uh, and then i saw this uh lalori ha- lalori mansion mm-hmm. it's uh Supposedly very, very haunted. Mm. Um, a pretty gruesome, pretty gruesome uh, tale. Maybe we'll get into another episode. Maybe we'll get into it. Maybe I'll go visit. Maybe. Uh, but you know who owned it from 2007 to 2009? Now tell me if this makes it more or less crazy. Oh, I think I know you're going to say. Who? Um, what's his name from American Treasure? Uh, I think so. Or um, no, Raising Arizona? Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> That's exactly, you're exact. you're right. I know, I know. You can't I, think of his name? Uh God, I just like it's ne, 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 ne. Oh yeah, um, Nick Olas oh Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Did I just have a stroke. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I literally gave you ninety nine point eight percent of the name, and you were still like, I was "Hold on, still I get." Like, I, should I get my? Should I get an MRI? <laughs> you you almost need, didn't need to hear the e at the end. Of no, Cage. no, I needed you to say it, and then I would say Nicholas. Cage. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, is that not a name?" And then I was questioning <laughs> if Nicolas Cage wasn't even a person. I, think I have a problem with my memory. <laughs> wow. Don't you write for a quiz show? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you did have in the past, though. Yeah, I, I worked uh, in game shows. You worked in game shows in the past, yes. Yeah. My, my memory is shot. <laughs> and probably Nicolas Cage would not be one of them. You probably would have to do. No, no. I don't think he's like, it's like but Cardi, I love Cardi how you, B and Nick Jones. National Treasure, though, is a pretty deep, is a deepish cut. So you National knew that. National Treasure is a deep cut? It's not a deep cut, but Raising Arizona is it's like not. a pretty, but leaving Las Vegas. most famous, yeah. What are his most famous? Yeah, Raising Face Arizona. Off? Face Off, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Con Air, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, this movie wow. Mandy, which actually is really great that he's in. It's really, uh, almost has like an eight, early 80s, like heavy metal throwback. It's very wow. visual. It's movie Mandy. It's really good, but... He owned it. He bought mm-hmm. it in 2007. I think he didn't even, ha- didn't for some whatever reason, didn't even want his name on the lease. He knew, probably I think he knew it was like haunted. Yeah. Um, I think for some reason he didn't even want his name attached to the lease for like, and I'm, again, I'm speculating probably wrong that he, uh, maybe he just for karmic reasons, mm-hmm. I don't know. But he ended up, it went to bankruptcy in 2009 because, you know, yeah. Nicholas Cage has, you know, had some. Does he also have a dinosaur skull and like. <laughs> See, uh, you know all the stuff. Bible. You know his social security number. <laughs> you, you know his, uh, his ATM pin, oh, but you don't God, know his I name. I'm not getting like early onset dementia. <laughs> I was like, n- here's what I was doing. I was like, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> uh, and you're, you're like, Cage. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to eat your words when you find out I have some fucking brain tumor. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs>